1: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at
2: Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown.
0: Good morning USA! Yo, 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 yo,
1: yo, 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 yo,
0: yo Angela Yee is late again? Hey! What's poppin', Charlemagne?
1: Peace to the planet! Guess what day it
0: is? Guess what day it is?
1: Time day! Good morning! Good morning! What's happening everybody, man? How y'all feel? I'm feeling great. How you feeling, brother? Um, I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. Uh, slightly exhausted. Slightly a little, a, little, a little mentally and emotionally exhausted. Okay. Physically, too, though. Because um, I worked out uh, yesterday and Monday. Salute to my guy, Perm. Cousin Tony. Yeah. Okay. But I'm here. We here. We here.
0: We alive, man. That's all you can ask for, right? Absolutely. Well, uh, I think Angelie is over us. What do you mean? <laughs> she- she just kinda of wakes up when she wants to wake up. She just comes in when she wants to come in. I think she's over us. I
1: don't know. She better uh keep it going. Cause sound to me like that job, that new job she got don't don't look too promising. It don't sound real no more. <laughs> it don't sound real. It's bad. starting to feel like uh, Tommy and Martin's job. It's like, like, okay, what's this new I'll keep talking about this show way up with Angela E starting in January,
0: but I don't know. Yeah, well Unless there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that nah, we don't know about. Nah, she's running late. Her show will start uh first uh week, I think the second week of January. You don't so. sound too
1: confident in that. Yeah, it is. You just you just threw up a random week. I just did. We're, we're all, we all start back the second week in January. <laughs> we all take our holiday break, and that's when we come back the that's, second week in January. You just, you're just throwing spaghetti
0: against the wall to see if it sticks. My math is mathing. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to keep my math right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <sighs> uh-huh. I wish you uh-huh. the best. All right. Well, anyways, um, shout out to all the parents out there that's still recovering from Halloween. Uh, it was a lot of walking, man. It's a lot of walking up and down them damn blocks. I ain't do no trick or treating this year. Because when my anxiety kicks in, that affects the whole
1: family. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Right? And I don't think we're doing trick-or-treating. we do trick-or-treating at the house. We got trick-or-treating at the house. So so after candy? Just nothing? Just I mean, here's the thing. Like, uh, we're, we're the type of family that does it for the sport anyway. So the candy, we just switch out. So even when we go door-to-door and we get candy from people, we we switch it out. Just because <laughs> I don't trust people like that. <laughs> so... That's just me and my paranoia and okay. my parental paranoia. You know, that's just the way my anxiety
0: is set up. Okay. Uh, well, all right. Well, you let your kids eat that candy? I mean, I go to places usually where I know the block and I know the people. Yeah, my I don't kids. trust nobody my no more. My kids go to kids with their school. I don't go to I just random blocks. I don't care.
1: I don't care if you know them or you know the blocks. I don't care no more. I don't trust nobody. That's just the way I'm wired.
0: And, okay? then, you know, we, we go to, like, the homies. I will shout out to uh, Apollonia. She uh, lives in the neighborhood and... She had like a ton of candy. She was like, hey, no kids really came to the house. Y'all want to Y'all want to y'all wanna pull up? So we pulled up. <laughs> nobody s- came
1: to our house this year, too. That's what I was, And it's so funny because my, my, my wife had the Halloween decorations on the house for a while, but nobody came to the crib. Nobody came down that cul-de-sac. Maybe you're a grumpy old man. <laughs> they scared
0: of no one I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm A-OK with that. I'm fine being that person. Yeah, so we pull up on people that we know. I, I would have pulled up on you. I should have pulled I thought you was going to be out about. I would have pulled up, ring your bell, and you know, all the kids jump out. Go get some candy and water. Nah. Somebody did uh, actually. actually water. Somebody I'm gonna tell you why. Somebody actually dm me and was like, Hey, uh you pulled up in my house, your kids asked for water. I didn't have any I'll thirsty pass ass next kids. Year. Come get your thirsty
1: ass kids I in. Said they,
0: what kind of kids asked for water? Hey, guys some thir- water.
1: Some thirsty ass kids that been walking too long and didn't realize <laughs> didn't realize them them screech was that long. It's That's what that was.
0: Jeez. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Kevin Lyles will be joining us this morning. He's got his Protect Black Art Initiative. And of course, he's an executive, one of the owners of 300. Uh, the record label that actually was the first to sign uh, the Migos with mm-hmm. QC. Also, Young Thug and Gunna and Meg Thee Stallion. So. Interesting conversation I think Kevin Lyles is having because, you know, you have all of
1: these different uh, elected officials who are passing laws to where you can't use rap lyrics in, in court. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think it's a lot of nuance to it, right? I think, you know, for the overall purpose of entertainment, yes, you should not be using people's art in court, but a person is actually committing crimes mm-hmm. and then going to
0: rap about said crimes. You're just a dumbass. Ah, you're
2: yeah, on
1: I'm
0: like, geez, I can't be mad at them for using that against you. Right. But we'll talk about it. All right, we'll get to that next. Then we got front page news. Charlemagne. you might have got your wish, what you've been saying for the last two years. I've been trying to tell y'all. Brooklyn tra- Nets. We'll I've tell you about to when we come y'all. back. All right, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front-page news. All right, the World Series. Last night, the Astros-Phillies. Phillies crushed the Astros 7-0. So, Philly now leads the Series 2-1. But Chloe Bailey, Chloe Bailey, she sang the national anthem at World Series Game 3. Can we hear a little bit? Let
7: me hear my cousin. Yeah! Say that wave okay. Wave okay.
0: Chloe killed okay, that. Okay, cousin, St. Stephen, South Carolina, what's happening? Now, uh, Nets have fired head coach Steve Nash. I've been saying
1: that for two years. How many times have I gotten on this radio and said Steve Nash should be fired over the last two years?
0: Yeah, well, they started the season right now, they were uh two and five. Uh he said, Thank you, Brooklyn. <clears throat> I just tell you a very heartfelt thanks to the whole team and organization. It was an amazing experience with many challenges that I'm incredibly grateful for. Blah 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 Nets blah blah. Nets
1: suck. Okay, they got beat uh, last night by Chicago. They was up. The next thing you know, the Bulls went on like a 17-4 to run or something crazy like that and ended up winning the game. But they have no identity. They just have, you know, two good players, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and neither one of them played defense. And the whole team isn't a good defensive team. And
0: Steve Nash should have been fired – a, a long time ago. I've been saying it for the past two years. Now, rumor has it that uh, I think his name is Ime Adoka. That's Eme Adoka, Eme Adoka. Eme Adoka mm-hmm. It looks like he might be the Nets' uh, next coach. They're saying that Boston will let him leave for another job. So. Well, you
1: know, he left uh, the Nets to go to the Celtics. He was the Nets' assistant coach Correct. before he took the Celtics' job. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, I think Ime Adoka is a great coach and he could possibly go in there and motivate them, give them an identity. You know, he's already probably going to Threaten to sleep with all their girlfriends if they don't shape up, so, you know. Stop it. (laughs) What? That's good motivation. I'm going to come in here and sleep with every one of
0: y'all girlfriends if y'all don't start playing some damn defense. Don't leave that man alone, man. All right. Now, Hyundai is telling the owners of more than 44,000 SUVs. You have a Hyundai, right? That if you have a, a, a Hyundai, do not park it in the garage because they can catch fire even if the engines are off. The automaker saying uh, certain 2018 Santa Fe Sport models should be parked away from other vehicles and structures until they are repaired as part of a recall. Now, what
1: kind of Hyundai, now? I just told you the Santa
0: Fe Sport.
1: Oh, okay. I have a Tucson. A what? A Hyundai Tucson.
0: Do they still make a Tucson?
1: Compact SUV. Yeah, bro. what you talking about, bro? All right. All right. Zero to 60 miles per hour in 8.4 seconds. Play with me if you want to. <laughs> 8.4 seconds? i go from zero to 60 in 8.4 seconds in that that Tucson. Play okay. with me. All right. Maybe I'll use it for the car show the next one. Can I borrow it? It's too, it's too much. I don't want to heat the streets up like that. <laughs> Yo, shut up, man. And that is front page. I have people out here like jealous and envious of me because of my Hyundai Tucson. Oh, my I got time goodness. for that.
0: Get it off your chest, 800 585 1051. If you need to vet, phone lines are wide open again, 800 585 1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your
3: chest.
4: Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club.
3: Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Isaiah, Naptown.
0: Isaiah, Isaiah in that what's town. happening? Get it off your chest, brother.
3: Yeah, man. I just wanted to ask, Charlotte man, I heard y'all talk about the
0: stuff. Uh, What's up
1: with that Escalade with 400,000 miles you talked about? Man, I sold it for the parts. I did, I did. I sold it for the parts. I sold it for $1,100. They bought, like, the engine and a couple other things. Uh,
3: Okay, right on, man. I miss you
0: talking about it. Y'all stay up. Yes, sir. All right, bro. Yeah, whatever happened to that escalator? You used to have. Before I just t- of- are you listening? You I just really told you what happened. Parts. I just told you I sold it for the parts. I did. You seem like the type that leave it in
1: your
8: yard. I sold whatever. it
0: for 1100 and I bought me a Hyundai Tucson. Goodness I
1: just gracious. told you
0: that. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this d Color Atlanta. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. Rest in peace
4: to take off, man. Amigo, man.
1: Yes, sir. Rest I'm in a peace a big to take Migo off.
4: Fan. I'm a big Migos fan, man. I'm calling from Atlanta. I gotta get off my chair. Hip hop ain't gonna be the same. We keep killing these rappers out here. Nah, you ain't no me, we. we.
1: Ain't we. no we killing these rappers. Who is we?
0: Yeah, it was crazy.
1: Now
4: nah, we, on to my man, black people killing their own.
0: You right? Thank you, brother. It was crazy because uh, shout to Nyla. Nyla came up here. And she was talking about, you know, she was very disturbed because, you know, she dreamed of when she became a lot older and had kids. She wanted to take her kids to a Migos concert when she was older.
1: I mean, listen, you got to understand, Nyla's what, 25, 26 years old. So Migos been around for the last 12 years. So that's literally her childhood. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 Migos is what is... I put Migos in the category of one of the greatest groups of hip of hip hop groups of all time, but to a lot of people, that is their greatest hip hop group of right? all time. That's who they grew up on. That's what they grew up on. That's their Run DMC. That's their Wu Tang. That's their Outkast. Yeah. Like
0: it just is. Yeah, and she was like, you know, she really looked forward to seeing them when she was old and bringing mm-hmm. her kids, which is which is really, you know, upsetting.
1: I told her you still will. Yeah, it'll just be like sadly, it'll be like TLC. Correct. You know.
0: Hello, who's this? What's up,
3: guys? This is the lady. I think y'all put me on hold. I had called in about um, um my, one of my kids being discriminated against, against at school.
1: Yes,
7: ma'am.
3: And I wanted to know, um okay, my thing is, you know, mothers are kind of the grizzly bears. Fathers out I'm not take nothing against father, but, you know, it's me right now, the mom. And my child was discriminated against at a school. And she actually was pepper sprayed at the school by a white child. And Dang. the child wasn't reprimanded like it should have been at all, I think. And five other kids were actually harmed in that situation.
0: What, and what, what area is that? What to town is that? What, what, what city?
1: South
3: Carolina. South, South Carolina. Carolina.
0: What part of South Carolina?
3: Dylan. All right,
1: I'm gonna get your email. I'm gonna I'm connect you with somebody. See, 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 see if we can get some uh, energy towards that situation. You yeah. what I
3: did though. I don't call the Department of Justice. I don't the Office of Civil Rights. I don't with attorney. I spoke with probably about 15 or 20 attorneys. But because she wasn't harmed physically, which she wasn't, thank God she wasn't, they don't want to actually get in an any by being so long. Because it was last year, and I've been working on it since November of last year. Because she actually got in a fight after the uh, pepper is that my daughter, they gave her 10 days and they actually told her that she, they were trying to tell me that they were gonna send her to DJJ.
5: With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.
9: Hey, my name is Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station,
10: It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit.
9: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
11: Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35 year old mystery. only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today.
6: The
3: first time ever getting in any trouble That actually sat down and told me and my husband that she was going to go they were going
0: to try to send her to djj as well well, well hold on hold on we're gonna get your information but uh what you should have did was you should have made a police report if, if a kid i did i did that too i did that too and what did the police do
6: they just took the
0: report they didn't do nothing they didn't go down to the school they didn't go talk to the parents because how old was the kid carrying pepper spray that's 11. assault. You can't just spray somebody. That's that's assault.
1: And why why 11. did the kid why did the kid why why did the kid feel like he need pepper spray at eleven? Jesus.
3: I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know why. But my thing is you got little kids that say that the principal threw the pepper spray away. So I don't know. As a parent, you know, I'm just really upset yeah. because nothing went
0: on. You should go you should talk to the superior and keep talking. There's no way in hell we're gonna put you on hold, but there's no way in hell a eleven year old kid's gonna spray my kid with some pepper spray and everything gonna be okay. We're gonna get your email. Hold on one second. Yeah, I put it on hold. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
12: Hey, what up, Trav? How's going on,
1: Yeezy? Hey, Trav. you not Hi. here yet, Trav. Hey, Traf. Oh, God. What's up? Salome. Peace, sis. On, what's the word? Yeah,
12: uh, they're doing, doing, doing good. Doing good. Cowboys looking mean, for Cowboys six and super sharp.
1: We on our way to the Super Bowl, baby.
12: We on our way to the Super Bowl. I'm kind of mad that we didn't do anything in the, by the deadline yesterday, but I guess I guess we're still going I, I, I we still. I think we're
1: fine. I think we're fine.
12: But uh, I, I want to talk about um, about, about takeoff, man, and, and, and just say that um, I'm definitely starting to hear uh, what happens to that man, I, I definitely know um, peace and blessings to his family. Gr- grief is definitely a. Uh, Uh, a horrible thing to go through, especially when you just know that somebody's not coming back anymore. But I just want to say, I hope the prayer warriors are are covering them. And I definitely hope hope that God is covering them during this time, man. It's it's a horrible thing. What happens to them, man?
1: Horrible is an understatement, my brother. You know, I just... I don't even think people understand what, they, what, what, what death is. Like, death is forever. I don't care how many times you see that picture, you know, come across Instagram or that video of that person come across Instagram. That person is not coming back ever. Like, a billion years from now, that person will right. still not be here. Yeah,
12: yeah. Trust, trust me. I, I, I definitely understand that. Like, the death is one of the things where and every single day you, you still wake up thinking, like, man, I want to hear that person's voice. You know, I want I want to see that person smile, and you just realize that you're never ever gonna see that again.
1: And That's right. That's right. All right. Thank but you, Trav. You're
12: definitely welcome, man. Talk to y'all later, man. Look
1: all at right. you, about to cry. Give me a hug. Oh God! <laughs> I know you' about to cry because you lost you lost somebody real close <laughs> to you recently, man. But we we all we always holding you in our prayers too, Trav. No, I appreciate that, man. All right, my brother. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Tom from Look. Time for Fanuuk, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Man, I
4: wanted to holler at Charlemagne out the other day when y'all was talking about uh, LeBron not being a Cowboys fan. Charlemagne said we should have gave up on the whole NFL, but you had NFL owners out here talking about they was going to pay the fines for whoever didn't want to nail.
1: Well, no, that's not what I said. I said, I said based off LeBron's logic, because LeBron was saying that, you know, he didn't like how you know, the Cowboys' owners were moving during that whole time. And I'm like, well, damn, the, the, the whole NFL was uh, allegedly moving like that. The whole NFL blackballed Kaepernick, right? Yeah, we they weren't talking about Kaepernick. They were talking about taking the knee. We weren't talking about blackballing. Oh, I thought it was the whole league that didn't A lot of didn't want players to take knees and stuff like that.
4: Nah, Woody, Woody Johnson of the Jets said, whoever, whoever take a knee, I'm paying the farm for you. So you oh. not say that.
1: So, so what are you saying? You want LeBron to be a Jets fan? I don't get what, what you're saying.
4: No, nah,
1: I'm just saying, I'm just telling you that you was wrong about
4: what you said, my man. How was I wrong? Cause you said
7: the whole
1: NFL and that ain't true. I, you remember when everybody was saying they was gonna blackball the NFL for whatever reason, right? You do remember that conversation? Yes. Yeah. During that whole time, people were like, "I'm not watching the football." Period. So I was just I was just saying, if LeBron is gonna make that stance with the Cowboys and not be a Cowboys fan no more, I guess he should take that whole stance for the league. But I mean, you named one one owner or coach who said he would pay the fine? I guess. I just think nobody should be a Cowboys fan. Man,
0: shut up.
4: Hello, who's this? How y'all doing today, Breakfast Club?
0: What's up? What's your name?
4: Man, my name, Emery. man. I'm from Chicago, man. I
1: finally got through. What's up, bro? Hey, good, morning, hey, good morning, Hey, y'all had a crazy...
4: Envy.
0: What
1: up, bro? Hey, y'all had a crazy hey, shooting. Chalamet. What's up, Ken? Yeah, y'all had a crazy shooting in Garfield Park on Halloween night that nobody man. was talking about.
0: 14 people shot
1: oh, in Chicago hey, on Halloween. We, know
4: night. we need to talk about that, man. Chicago, man. Chicago just... It's been a dark cloud over Chicago. You know what I'm saying? I left Chicago maybe seven years ago, but I always go back home. I want to just give a... Uh, healing energy to all those victims. The one of the young, the youngest victim was three years old, man. Three we years old. Out, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Three years old. The youngest victim. I saw that. You hear me? That's crazy. It's, I just I think it's crazy. Just like I'm gonna piggyback off a, a lot of things you say, uh, Charlemagne, Like Black Lives Got Matter to us, man. We just can't be out here screaming Black Lives Matter when a police officer, uh, a different race, kill us. We got to stop killing ourselves, man. For real. We got to stop killing ourselves.
0: Yeah, we got to start holding ourselves luck. accountable. All right, now you right. Yeah, I agree. Thank you, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now, when we come back, uh, Kanye fans, they serious about Kanye. We'll tell you what they're doing to try to help the brother out. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: The Breakfast Club.
0: Oh, you late late, huh?
1: I ain't got nothing to do with that. She lately. Late. She don't work here no more.
0: Good morning, everybody. She's acting like JNV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk. Kanye. It's
4: about time. What's going on? Yeah.
0: Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Doctor.
4: With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club.
0: Now Kanye West supporters are fed up with you guys and are so upset that you took his billionaire status away. So they created a uh, GoFundMe for money to get him back to that billionaire status. Oh God! So uh, they created this deal. It's a GoFundMe page. Uh, they're trying to raise uh, six hundred million dollars, right? Because that's what he said he lost six hundred million. So that way he can. I be, thought he said he lost two billion. What are you talking about? No, well they said he was down to his worth. I guess his net worth is four hundred million now. So they're trying to get his net worth back oh. to over a billion. So oh, they're God. trying to get people to, uh, you know, get him over that six hundred million dollar mark
1: man y'all need to get a life okay you could and should be investing that time and energy into making your own money america has a very unhealthy obsession with celebrity and that's why donald trump was president and dr oz and Herschel walker got real great chances of winning senate seats because y'all obsessed with celebrities in this country and by the way it was just an evaluation he can still be worth a billion to y'all just you know mm-hmm. do
0: your own evaluation mm-hmm now uh let's talk about some cases that's thrown out Black China her assault case has been thrown out. now black China's former friend alleged that uh black China kicked her in the stomach during an altercation at a club but they're saying that that case was thrown out she was being sued for a hundred million dollars that's thrown out. Trey Song's a rape civil case has been dismissed. they're saying the statute of limitations passed so Trey Song's civil uh, lawsuit related to a, an alleged rape that happened in 2016 has been dropped. That's about it here. Mariah Carey, she talks about owning all her masters, each and every one of them. And whoever wrote this story, the Daily Mail, y'all so foul. Unlike pop star Taylor Swift, five-time Grammy winner, Mariah Carey actually owns all of her masters, including 86 singles, 15 studio albums, which date back to 1990. So every time her record gets played, Every time it gets used in a movie, every time somebody samples it, she gets that money. Well, it's almost Mariah Carey season because that Christmas song should be starting to play
1: <laughs> on radio stations all across the country any day now.
0: Right about now. When, when do they
1: start Christmas music
0: nowadays? I, it's been starting earlier and earlier. It's November. It's November. It's, it's November. November now. i it, gonna say. It's, well, it's gonna start. You're going to start here Mariah Carey. Matter of fact, it might be next. Keep it, You're right. It might be next. All right. Now, lastly, 50 Cent J. Cole, Travis Scott, and more. Are uh, petitioning to ban rap lyrics in criminal cases. Now, uh, that's why Kevin Liles is actually coming up here to talk about protect black art. Protect black art. Now they're saying that there's, uh protect black art is a situation that Kevin Liles started. He's trying to get all these artists to make sure that this, you know, that they're not using their lyrics in court against them. So we're going to talk to him today about that. But some of the other artists that are included in this is Alicia Keys, uh, Meg Thee Stallion. John Legend, Killer Mike, Mary J. Blige, 2 Chains, Hov, Kelly Rowland, Meek Mill, and a host of others. I'm with
1: that, unless these people are really committing crimes. If you're really committing crimes and then you go and rap about these crimes in detail on your records, you cannot be upset when they use that as evidence in a court of law. Yeah, but how do they figure out and tell what the
0: difference is because of
1: the details what are you talking about if if i say that i'm smoking on such and such pack Mm -hmm. right and then i get on the record and and talk about this person that is deceased and talk about how many times they got shot and how many times i shot them and where i put the body uh yeah that should be used
0: in a court of law yeah i i agree but when you have a prosecutor that doesn't know our culture and that's listening to these rap lyrics he's gonna think that every lyric about something is about somebody.
1: I don't think that, that that's how this work, How this is working. I think that this is just more evidence on top of evidence they have already gathered to say, hey, this person committed such and such crime. It's not like they're listening to lyrics and then hearing about a person shooting in a song and saying, hey, go pick him up for that. That's not how this is happening. Come, Come on, we'll, man, we're smarter than
0: that. Well, I don't know. We'll talk about in-depth in next hour when Kevin Lyles uh, joins us. But in the thug case, I seen the prosecutors say, hey, Your Honor, he even said F the judge. Well that's ridiculous. But but that's but that's what they're using. Now if you're a judge, what do you say?
1: Well it depends. If he said if if I'm the judge and he said F s judge such and such, like said a name, mm-hmm. that's different. But just a blanket statement like F to judge, nah, that's ridiculous. That's like, you know, uh, holding NWA accountable for saying or well, they did, I guess. They when did. they said F the police. Correct. They but did. that is but that is a broad statement. When you when you say when you say F to police, you are casting a wide net, now you gotta be for police all across the country. All right. That is that yeah. Now if you, if you uh, back in the day when uh Ice T did Cop Killer, I'm sure all cops across the country were upset. Yes,
0: you know, about that song. Right. That's a that's casting a wide net. Well that's what they did in this case. And we'll talk about it more next hour with uh Kevin Lyles. You know, Kevin Lyles is the co founder of Three Hundred Entertainment which house artists like Fetty Wop, uh Meg the Stallion, Young Thug Gunner and even Amigo. So we'll talk to him next hour and that is your rumor report. Now when we come back, we are acting like some of these uh, these young rappers aren't wilding wilding. Like I
1: mean, they mm-hmm. really are. They in the videos with the pictures of their ops. You know, they At the they funeral, they going by the grave sites. That's what I'm saying. They peeing on graves. They really. I'm, I'm smoking on touch and touch, 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 touch pack. When you got people's mamas getting online saying, "Stop rapping about my dead
0: child." Come on, bro. Bro, last week. Come on. Last week, I seen two people online talking about how they just robbed a YouTuber uh, and had on. his jewelry in their hands. So,
1: so, 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 uh, the judge is not supposed to use that in court? You goddamn right use that. Come on, man.
0: Yes, you should use come that. Come on, man. All the right. Prosecution not supposed to use that in court? Come on, man. Yes. Come on. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, uh, we got to talk about banning TikTok. Yeah. They're talking about possibly that they might ban TikTok. All right. We'll do that next when we come back. What are we playing? Let me hear a little bit of it. Let me hear a little bit of it. A little bit of what?
1: Ah. I think it might be too early for you. You think it's too early? I think you need to call your program director (laughs) before you just let this one fly. This might be the first spin of this song this season. I don't think so. No, I think it is. No, I think it is. I think think you beating Light FM right now. No. I'm telling you. You don't think so? I don't think nobody started playing Christmas music yet. You being a little... You, you' being a little too sporty now. You gonna, no, totally. <laughs> <bed wiped> <laughs> gonna get your beard right, wiped
0: off? My beard wiped off.
1: All right, well then off. stop
0: it. Then all right, so play. Stop it. Then play with his kid. Then all right. Yes, Mr. Yeah. Breakfast Club. Too morning. early. For pages next. The
4: Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
13: You might not have the biggest garage on the block, but with eBay Motors, there's 122 million parts right at your fingertips. Whatever you need, there's something that fits your vehicle. Air filters, tires, seat covers, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride.
0: My right, is DJ Envy, Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, now last night, World Series, Phillies beat the Astros seven to nothing. They lead two to one. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Steve Nash has been fired. Charlamagne has been talking about this for the longest time. He was let go yesterday.
6: I've been
1: saying that for two years. Steve Nash needs to be fired. The Brooklyn Nets have zero identity. They play no defense. They just have you know t- two 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 star players. You know two star players who also don't play defense. You know, and Steve Nash just never was the coach that could bring that team together. Now, I don't do, think so, anyway.
0: Now there's been a lot of names and people talking about who the Nets' next coach should be. Who do you think it should be? Uh, the brother from the Celtics. Whose name I can't pronounce. What's his name? Uh, what's his name? How do you pronounce it? Yudoka. U- Yudoka.
1: He was actually the assistant coach for the Nets before he left for the Celtics. But, yeah, I definitely think he should be the coach. He can, I think he can at least give that team some identity right? and motivate them. Come in the
0: locker room and threaten to sleep with all their women if they don't get it together. You're stupid. That's a good motivation. You are stupid. Now, uh, Charles Barkley yesterday spoke about Kyrie Irving and what he thinks should uh, happen with Kyrie Irving with uh, his repost.
3: I think the NBA dropped the ball. In what way? Uh, I think Adam should have suspended him. First of all, Adam's Jewish. You can't take my $40 million and insult my religion. You're going to insult me. You have the right. But I have the right to say, no, you're not going to take my $40 million and insult my religion. I think the NBA, they made a mistake. We have suspended people and fined people. have made homophobic slurs uh and that that was the right thing to do i think if you insult the uh, the black community you should be suspended or fined heavily depending i saw they did the same thing to the kid in minnesota this year when he made the gay slur i think you should get suspended or fined
1: i saw that Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know because i haven't read the book you know i don't know what's in the book so i think it's easier to make that call about somebody being suspended, when you actually hear a person, you know, uh, say a slur.
0: Yeah, but Adam Adam Silver he said he, he pays his salary. Adam Silver doesn't own the NBA. He's a mm-hmm. commissioner. He's he's paid. The, the teams pay him. He doesn't own it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right, and and uh, lastly, FCC commissioner says U.S. should ban TikTok. Now, if they ban TikTok, they're saying uh, they should do it because TikTok is owned by a Chinese-owned company. And they're saying we don't know how that app handles the data of American users. What
1: do you think? What FCC banning TikTok? Yeah, oh, I'm all for that. <laughs> Even though there is some good things happening on all these social media platforms, I just know the bad is, is outweighing the good. I think they need to. I really think they need to get rid of most social media altogether until they start. Until they start regulating social media the way they do TV and radio you know, uh, they got to shut it down because right. because I really feel like so, on social media, the bad is definitely outweighing the good and our cognitive skills are being impacted by social media
0: in ways that we won't even realize until years from now. Yeah, but you're talking about what's put on TikTok. They're talking about, you know, people's privacy and people's information. But we don't, but here's
1: the thing, don't, y'all don't think about that kind of stuff when we sign up for these sites? Like, yo, know, think about the terms and agreements that you have to click on when you open up a Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, an Instagram, a TikTok. Don't nobody read those? Nope. We don't know what we agreeing to and we just uh, uh, agree to be on any of these social media
0: platforms y'all just want to be on the sites we right. don't know what we've given over the people well i think a lot of time we don't do our homework because you know when these apps get popping and people mm-hmm. jump on these apps they don't know who owns these apps they don't know if it's from what country right. or what information or what they're using you know doing without information because i swear to god i've been getting more and more robo calls in the last two right. three weeks i know
1: people who um don't want to give out their like DNA samples mm-hmm. because they're afraid of what people are going to do to their DNA samples. Yes, But y'all jump on these social media sites and just click agree to all these terms and conditions and don't even read the fine print. You don't know what kind of digital DNA you just may be giving back. away. That's right. You have no idea. And then you wonder why when you're you know you're on your phone and you're thinking about something or talking about something, it just pops up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I, I don't know, man. I just think we've all gone too far we, we, And you can't put it back You can't put the toothpaste back into YouTube Nope, definitely you know? can't we, We've gone too far and we, like Once again, our cognitive skills are being impacted By social media in ways that we won't
0: even Realize until years from now Now also, uh, Elon Musk Is talking about charging people For having that blue check on Twitter And them idiots gonna pay Now, uh, Stephen King yesterday said $20 a month to keep my blue check F that, they should pay me if this gets instituted, I'm gone. Well, uh, Elon Musk replied, Well, we need to play bills somehow. Twitter can't rely <laughs> entirely on advertisers. How about just $8? So I guess they're going to be charging $8. He says that's the only way to defeat the bots and the trolls.
1: I don't go on Twitter. I haven't been on there in about three or uh, four years. You know, my Twitter is strictly a promo page for my uh, TV show. Hell of a week, which comes on eleven thirty p.m. on Thursday nights on Comedy Central. But I think people I don't go on Twitter, I think people are pay for that blue think. check. I know these idiots will pay. For they can't check. wait to pay. Yeah, y'all can't wait to make these people more rich and then complain about them being so rich. Yeah, y'all can't wait. I don't think a blue these check. people have been dying for blue check. They've been DMing that? Jack and whoever else was on in Twitter at one time and mm-hmm. d- d- DMing people and texting people. You think that can get you that check mark? They can't wait to pay for that eight dollars a Instagram
0: month. Instagram
1: too. They cannot wait. And you're going to make these people even more rich and they complain about them being rich and complain about capitalism and all kind of other stupid stuff. All right. Well, that is your front can page take it. news. I heard they're going to take your check if you don't pay. Really? That's what I heard. Well, take yeah, it. I could care
0: less. They Bye. I know who I am. Yeah, I know who I am. Y'all know who I am. <laughs> know who I, am. <laughs> I know who I hey, am. All right. All right, when we come back, Kevin Lyles will be joining us. Of course, he's the uh, co-founder of 300 Entertainment. You know, he was an executive at Def Jam for years, executive in this industry. Uh, he managed Trey Songz at one time. He's the one that, uh, one of the people that uh, helped and signed uh, the Migos, Meg the Stallion, Fetty Wab, uh, Young Thug, uh, Gunna, uh, I think Rich the Kid, too. So we're going to talk to him when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
4: The Breakfast Club. Power, 1051. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings
0: will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. The legend. Kevin Lowes. Welcome, brother. What's
10: good? What's good? How are, guys, how are you guys doing? You know, on a sad day,
0: we want to start with one of the groups that you first signed, the meetings. Man. Mm-hmm. One of the members' takeoff was killed. For people that don't know, I just want to go back to what made you first sign Migos? What in the Migos that made you sign him? I'm talking about his personality, because a lot of people just won't know, you know?
10: First of all, my condolences mm-hmm. to um, uh, his family, um, to the and QC, Coach and P. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what it is since, you know, I've been in the business for 40 years to lose an artist, an employee, um, a, a family member, and he was all those things. And as I, I came up here to talk about protecting black art, I still gotta talk about protecting us. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think we're putting ourselves in a situation where we're not humanizing uh, our everyday lives. You're somebody's son, That's you're right. somebody's brother, you're um, somebody's aunt, and and a life taken too short. You, you gotta understand, I literally just went through this with Rock, yeah. you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And these are not people that I just know or listen to their music. I know them mm-hmm. personally. And so I didn't sign Migos. I worked with Coach and P to develop a group that became one of the number one groups in the country. And now we're sitting here today um, saddened by another unnecessary loss. And I think it's based on on a lot of things. COVID, people coming outside of COVID, lack of education, constant oppression gun laws not getting passed in the right way it's like there's a whole host of things but more importantly that's somebody's son that's not here no more man mm-hmm. you know I got I got a 24 year old you know what you I mean? so it, mm-hmm. it's, it's sad, it, it saddens me you know
1: it, to your point there's so many socio-economic conditions that you know just lead to crime or lead to putting people in that state of mind where something like that can happen but you know a lot of people feel like hip hop has either become or always been a deaf lifestyle mm-hmm. what do you say to that?
10: Um, I, I, I live it and um, I haven't killed anybody and I consume more hip-hop and, and party hip-hop than most people um, but I, I will tell you that there's an issue it's black-on-black crime because we were taught to be against each other I had to be better than you I had to do more than you just hip-hop that's what we've been taught in an oppressive country That mm-hmm. you know the things that that we, we shouldn't value life like it's meant to be valued and for, for those of us that believe that music kills, no gun kills, lack of education kills, racism kills, white supremacy kills. Those are the things. And I don't believe hip hop kills people. I, I believe people kill people. I guess the
1: difference door- is, hold on, I guess the difference is, and, uh, and this is what we're here to talk about, right? Some people will be like, well, uh, other, other people don't put it in their music. They don't celebrate it. You know, they don't glorify it through the art that they create
10: uh well what about johnny cash what about the who, guy who said i shot the sheriff let <laughs> you know I me mean? mm-hmm. tell you i uh, tell you a story so there was a country song and it was lyrics and they gave it to one group of people and said, hey it's a country artist here's the lyrics and they took the same lyrics and gave it to another group of people and said you know what it's a rap song which one did people say offended people the most the country song no, the no, rap so song. The, the rap oh, the rap song. song. Oh, no, yeah. I guess you're saying, <laughs> you know, know what I'm yet. saying? You gave them the country, <laughs> lyrics, yeah, the country lyrics, but, but told him it was a rap, rap song. song. So and, technically, yeah. it was the country song. Right. Definitely. And so I'll take it a step further. There's been a study: 500 cases where lyrics were used against uh, black and brown people, and since 1950, only four cases have been, uh, of lyrics have been used. Three of them got thrown out and one of them was overturned.
13: Overturn, right. <laughs> and then even if you listen to heavy metal music, some of the things that they say are rock music. I remember Guns N' Roses had that song, I used to love her, but I had to kill her.
10: Right, so come on, l- l- listen, it, it makes- but did, he, but did the person really kill somebody though? Okay, and 90% of the people didn't kill didn't kill people. The people they talking about is entertainment. Th- listen, if you want to go there, I'm a person that says, as long as it's for everybody, as long as it's justice for everyone, right. I'm cool with it, mm-hmm. but I can't. I have guys sitting behind prison, I mean, in prison right now, not even, they, they're using this ra- uh, uh, racial bias thing to scare jurors, to scare you know, judges, to scare the community to say, hey, they're rap artists. Hey, you know what, mm-hmm. they call them King Slime, so therefore he's the head of a gang. Mm-hmm. Well, how about this, a- 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 Atlanta, they've been Fulton County, they've been locked up for five months, crime is still up, rape is still up, burglary is still up. Yeah. So what, what are we talking about? We're talking about lyrics here.
0: Let's talk about it because a lot of people would say, yeah, they agree to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But then somebody would say, like, you know, if you're a rapper mm-hmm. and you commit a crime mm-hmm. and then you wrap that
10: crime in your lyrics, you should be prosecuted for it. OK, if you're a rapper mm-hmm. and you snitching on yourself, you do. I do believe you should actually the lyrics should be able to be talked to the judge and see if they could be used. But not if you can't just do it just to hold somebody. See, that's, that, that's where I agree with it, that. Yeah, no, I that's agree, agree with so that. I so okay. agree. That's, that. a, but that's I the, agree. the laws that are being, that's the laws, that that's the legislation that, that Newsom signed off on, the legislation that uh, uh, Bowman and, and um, my man Hank Johnson in Atlanta is going federally. So these are things, but we got a lot of work to do. Right now, young thug is sitting in prison and he can't be a father to his six kids. He couldn't bury his man, little Keith. Gunner is sitting, can't take care of his mother. These are pillars in the community. And if you got this, listen to what they're doing. They're taking positive things out of the community. So then you have chaos again.
0: Now, I did see something which I didn't understand. It, and mm-hmm. I don't know how they're getting away with it. I seen in the, in the thug case when the prosecutor said um, he was reading the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Right. And the prosecutors were, were like, yeah. And he even says, the judge your (laughs) Uh, honor and i couldn't understand how they were basically saying him and the judge was basically saying that judge that time and of course the judge held them for longer but how are they getting away with just using just
10: random lyrics to make it fit for a case they've been getting away with it since nwa i'm I'm 40 years in the business right now i've been fighting the same fight but understand if we let this go i don't know if we'll have another spike lee if we let this go, I don't know if we have another Steven Spielberg. I don't know if we have another creator or or artist. If, if we think, let this go,
1: I think the difference with film and music is we know film is entertainment. Film is it says this is fiction. We know this is not a real story. But rappers
10: always base their lyrics on being real. Right, let's talk about Tony Soprano. Let's talk about Scarface. Talk, you, 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 those are
1: all still fictional things. We know it's
10: not it's, not. it's not. It's not. It's not. It it's not fictional. But what I'm saying is, there was a Scarface. His, it might not have been named Scarface, but there was mm-hmm. a big drug dealer that came from somewhere that did it. There was a Tony Soprano. It might mm-hmm. not have been in that particular. There was a wire. I lived it. So mm-hmm. these things have happened. It's just that we've been programmed to say that is that and this is this. And Freddie Mercury, you could say you shot a man that's watching him die. You can say that. But you can't say that in your music. That that's the the issue here. Is I think we've been programmed in a way to think it's not all creativity. And again, I preface this by saying, mm-hmm. if you said my name is Kevin and I kicked down your door and robbed you, and I actually went and did that, I think you are snitching on yourself and right. your music. Okay. And I, and I right. think yeah. that, that you that's I think you feel that's like the... there's
13: a, a point in time when yes, if you committed this crime and then you rapped yes. about it, yes. then it should be permissible. That's but, all we've been saying. Yeah. But, yeah. That's what we've been saying. Mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be something that's used if it's something that's vague and ambiguous that maybe doesn't apply, but it's just a, a story that somebody's telling. Like T Grizzly put out his album. Yes. And he's telling stories, and they could be fictional. It could be something based on things you know that he saw or experienced, or it could not.
10: You know, T said to me, because I think it was one of the most creative albums I've heard in a very long time to actually tell stories. He said, man, I had to watch me saying... It was me <laughs> that I had to tell it was a story that because if you can slip up in any kind of way and and it's just saying to you, Charlemagne, that if you say something out your mouth, it could be used against you because you said it just because you're a black man or brown person in America and we can do that to you, but we won't do it to other people. That's the problem I have. Think mm-hmm. about the insurrection. What if that we with black people decided to go take over the Capitol? What you think? Well, we wouldn't be having a conversation mm-hmm. about bond, jail, jury. nobody be be dead. dead. Be, be, be dead. So to me, I just think it's it's injustice for all. And this is the first time in the history of, of our business where we put the bass signal up, and we got from Coldplay to Megan to Drake to Spotify, YouTube, ACLU to Color uh, Color of Change. You got so many groups. That's it. Every what? listen. If, if think about it, mm-hmm. do you think that companies would support? The rhetoric, I talk about white supremacy and all these things that exist. No, but the, every universal, Warner, Sony, everybody's backing it because enough is enough. Because of, as soon as it's going to happen, it's going to affect every industry. All right, we got more with
0: Kevin Lyles when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Kevin Lyles, executive from 300, the label that found uh, the Migos, Megan Thee Stallion, Young Thug, Gunna, and more.
10: Yee.
13: Kevin, what do you think is happening in Atlanta in particular mm-hmm. with their justice system? To
10: like the attacking rappers in Atlanta. Um, I think uh, it was New York before. It was, then it was L.A. <laughs> Wherever it's the hottest music mm-hmm. band, okay. it's, it's going to happen because it's a way to intimidate and, and, and get racial bias to jurors and people in the community. I guarantee you right now, if you put 100 people from Cleveland Ave and said, should Young Thug, is he good for the community or bad for the community? They're going to say he's, he's good for the community. The same thing with Ghana. Now, what are your thoughts on them, you know, at one time when they were trying to
0: quote-unquote ban drill music and and ban the (laughs) negative type of music? What are your thoughts on on things like that?
10: It's how I feel about banning anybody from having freedom of speech. Unfortunately, and and fortunately, drill music is drumming. It is happening.
1: And those are the ones that are snitching on themselves already, you know, like detailing mm -hmm. and I'm not all of them, but a lot of them are detailing exactly what happened, who it happened to in the videos with pictures of their ops and everything else. Like,
10: uh. listen, I I can only say we should be smarter as as a people. But how do we continue to fight? Right. When I look at the, I look at
0: the judge. Right. Mm -hmm. In the gunner case. Right. Black man, mm-hmm. and you know you hear all the details where you know they say basically they really have no violent information on Gunner, nothing violent on Gunner,
9: and that the fact that the the guy that looks like us that we fight for because we. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant
6: to start listening.
7: I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery, but that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily, as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which is morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian Mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
14: Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. It's molecular, you know. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
7: podcasts.
0: We say we want more people like us in the court system, mm-hmm. more people like us to be police officers, more people like us to be in the judicial system.
10: Mm-hmm. And the guy that looks like us says, now nah, we're going to keep him in here. Yeah, you, you have to understand why it was a RICO charge. A RICO charge is to get affiliation. Anybody stand next to, be next to, the whole thing. And the only reason you would use a RICO charge in this particular situation is to shake the tree. Yeah. So, they clearly
1: don't have nothing on guns. Like, there's <laughs> listen, nothing there.
10: Listen, it, it's to shake the tree. And I, I have to be honest with you. If you African-American in America, if you ain't been around it, seen it, you ain't black. And that, that's, that's the reality of it because we grew up not in places that people would say are safe places. So I, I can't say I haven't. I think if you're from it. a certain
1: era. If you're from a certain era, you definitely was a, around it. Cause you know, our kids aren't around it. Cause we've created a different life for them.
10: Yeah, we, we've created a different life. But when you say our kids, we're talking about the 1%. You're talking yeah, about two. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I only speak on the, the mm-hmm. fattest part of the, the bell party, mm-hmm. you know, And, and that is, <laughs> I, I joke with my, my my kids. I said, I'm doing a protecting black art thing. I said, we're well, we going to go to the club later. And my son and my daughter, 24, 22, they'll say, well, who's DJing? but my 11-year-old, eight-year-old say, the country club. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
10: yeah, yeah. So so the reality, of, I, I, yes, we are evolving, but we're still in the percentage of ourselves. And um, I, I just feel like this is not a moment in time. This is a movement. This is one of the biggest movements that we had. And I think we gotta be better fathers, better rappers, better human beings, better executives. And I think this is the first sign of you seeing adults In the room, and they come from our culture.
13: Let's talk about you as an executive with your artists because we've seen you in the courtroom. We've seen you going there, taking up for your artists. We see you, you know, with Megan Thee Stallion supporting everything that she's doing. We see you Mm. with T. Grizzly at, you know, the screenings. What is the boundary between being an executive and working with these artists? Because sometimes people feel like business and what it feels like kind of a friendship sometimes gets mixed up. So, what are your rules when it comes to that?
10: I'm them. I'm an artist. I'm somebody who I, I was an artist, and I know how I want to be treated, but more importantly, every person you talked about just now, I've met their mother and their father, and they said, "Take care of my baby." Mm. See, that, that's the problem with our, our industry, they want to get to reap the rewards, but they don't want to go through the bullshit. So I want I to want, I want smoke. Now, you've always been very vocal, and I know Kanye was one of your artists when you were
0: over at Def Jam. Mm -hmm. You ever picked up the phone and tried to reach out to him and try to have some conversations with him?
10: I spoke to Kanye prior to all of this new stuff going on, and I I have to tell you, man, I'm against racism of all kinds. I'm against anti-Semitic rhetoric. I'm against discrimination. I'm against us not focusing on us being one human race. And so when you see someone going through what he's going through, you have to allow that moment. to. I'm sure enough people's talking to him uh, to put him in a place. Kanye's not fighting with the world. He's fighting himself right now. Mm -hmm. And the best position that I think we need to do for him is to provide love and guidance. And that love and guidance has to come from different places. It doesn't come from tearing people down. You know, it comes from helping them understand where they are in life and helping them get to the right because Kanye has helped more people than he's hurt. Uh, I think the the rhetoric is is wrong and and what he's trying to accomplish is a better way of accomplishment. And everything doesn't have to be for the media. Things Mm -hmm. should be able to happen behind closed doors. And you guys know We've moved a lot of things that you guys uh, have not even heard about because we have the relationships on all sides.
1: I I wanna go back to the Protect Black art thing. How much of the focus is being put on the artists to not record records about their criminal activity?
10: If I knew an artist was a criminal, I think that's a different conversation. Mm -hmm. But if I'm with an artist and he's around certain things and that's that's his environment, He, he, he broke and he poor, and he's prolific, I want to help him change the narrative of his family and his life. And I also want to have the conversations that I have with a lot of the OGs uh, that we have to do better. Mm-hmm. And we have to be in their life, not move out of their life constantly and check them sometimes, but also listen to them. And so that, that is, you know, when I, when I turned 50, I said, I want to listen. I want to learn. I want to lead and I want to love. And if it don't fall in those things, I'm just not about it. Do you
1: you ever teach? Of course you teach, but I'm talking about like, you do come from that era of public enemy. You do come from the era of socially conscious music. Do you ever tell these artists like, hey man, you might want to try to do a bigger picture. Uh, Look how many records Kendrick sold. Uh, Look what J. Cole is doing.
10: Have you ever done that? I never say emulate, always say tell your truth. Mm-hmm. And I believe that, you know, if I would have went to Public Enemy and, and told Chuck, yo, right, fight the power. Or NWA, uh, <laughs> right? No, no. you could, These things, these are, are moments in time that a, a record was written. if I, Marvin, right, what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, that don't come from a space of right. being told what to do. And I don't believe my job is to tell them what to do. My job is to provide them by the means, and the education and the resources to tell their truth. Mm-hmm. And if your truth is what you saw, what you did, how it was, just tell your truth because those things are the things that are going to bring and change uh, people's lives. You, so you know, what, we, my, what we didn't uh, ask? Um, how is Thug going to doing. Please don't take this the wrong way, but um, I can't normalize jail. Yo, not That's talking real. to your kid. That's
7: you know,
10: real. Your mother's sick, not being able to take her something. How, how would you feel behind it? I know how I feel, and if I couldn't talk to my kids, I couldn't be, my my father's suffering through frontal lobe dementia, hasn't talked in two years, I can't be there for his last day. One of my biggest, I'm gonna come out as a little key pass, I can't be at the funeral. I know how I would feel. So I will never normalize those four walls in that cell that hold too many black and brown people Uh, for uh, racist and white supremacy and all the things that the oppression that's been put on us our people.
0: All right, we got more with Kevin Lyles when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Kicking it with Kevin Lyles. Now, how can people get involved with what you're doing?
10: Yeah, I think uh, one of the things that we have to do with the midterms coming up next week, we have to vote. <laughs> we have to get out and put people in the places that understand who we are, why we are, and the things that we need. You no, know, we have laws that are still in place for hundreds of years ago. That they think they should work in 2022. My my cell phone from 10 years ago don't work the same way my new cell phone works. So why should we change these laws for what we are right now for the 22 and beyond? And I and I just look at um what can you do today? I think you need to go and make noise about this this racist act because it's not only affecting. Listen, how about this? A New York that's awarded somebody for the Malcolm X 36 yeah. billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is not about lyrics. This is not about revenue. This is about a, a, a racist system, justice system, that's put there to put more brown and black people in jail. So this is bigger. This is about you getting out and voting. This is about passing legislation and pushing your congressmen, your senators, your mayors, your governors, to help us protect black art. And I'm not talking about music, guys. I'm talking about you art. Mm-hmm. Protect us. But we also got to protect us from us.
13: You think Gunner will get out next time on bail? Because I know we've been hopeful, and it's been, what, four times now? Yeah,
10: That'll that be the fifth time, out, right? Yeah. Out. I am hopeful that the judge will look at these past six months and see that these guys are, are not the reason crime is what it is in, in Atlanta. I'm hopeful that now the lead prosecutor has left, and they're got they, they regrouping, they're trying to push the case back right now. I'm hoping that the judge, a see-through this whole lyric thing and allow them to have a fair trial. See, the the thing is, I don't mind going to trial. What I mind is the racial bias that's happening because of the music and how the guys look. So do I think he's going to get out? Angela, I pray every day for God to have an understanding and to give the understanding to the judge and even the prosecutor, because I don't think this is even where they going to trial for Gunner. I wonder if
1: uh, the fact that you have like all of these different RICO cases happening in Atlanta is hurting the YSL case, because you do have a whole other group who were actually rapping about home invasion and stuff. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when you hear it, you just feel like it's all blurred. If you're just listening, you know, in the public.
7: Uh,
10: yeah, I, uh, again, but our justice system shouldn't be blurred. Mm-hmm. I do wonder also too what
1: changed in hip-hop because it's not like gang affiliation is new to hip-hop. So why all of a sudden now it's like okay now this leads to Rico's.
10: We're the number one music in the world. When you're number one it's it's, it's so many things go at you and so so many things are heightened right now. Mm-hmm. I don't believe we are able to pass the, the legislation that we passed if we weren't the number one music in the world. I think you would have people scared to even come on with the movement if you wanted the number one music Mm -hmm. in the world. But it's no denying who we are, why we are. You, You have to address the issues right now. And we're in a position where we can hold people accountable. You know, back when I was young, Kev, I couldn't say I was trying on my come up. Now, I don't care. What are you going to do with say do to me? I care about my people. I've always cared about my people. And I care about it to a point right now where I don't mind being on the front line and taking whatever it, it takes to get our people to understand that all we want is opportunity to be judged like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And not be persecuted because of the color of our skin or the lyrics that we rap.
1: So it's like full circle, right? You're
10: executive producing the Millie Vanilli biopic. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you, you know, I want to, I want to make sure to get the story right. You know, I got, I, I got, I, I protect, I got to protect that black art, black art. Even if they didn't sing, I got to protect that black art you too. You wrote
13: for Millie, you wrote a song that Millie. Can you break this down for people who don't know?
10: I was sixteen in love, wrote a record, put it out, sold a hundred thousand copies. Girl, you know it's true. Yeah, girl, you know it's true. Two years later, <laughs> I'm watching uh, MTV and my uh, video comes on. I never made a video and it was Milli Vanilli, and it sold 18 million copies. If I would have made it, I still would have probably wanted to be in the music business. Yeah. It's the only reason I got into the business of music is because I never wanted that to happen to another artist because it, it changed my life in a lot of ways. And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that opportunity.
1: So how, how did that come about? Because I don't, a lot of people are too young to remember, but Millie Vanilli was a joke for a long time. I and mean, they blew up, but then it became like this big joke because
10: of the lip of them syncing thing. one
13: ended up actually taking his own life.
10: Yep. Was it because of that? It was because it because of that? Absolutely. He couldn't, he couldn't handle what wow. was going, going on. It's like, but you have to say, I'm mean, going to put it into perspective. They sold 18 million copies of one single they were the biggest group they it's, had
13: some bangers they,
10: the biggest group you couldn't tell them anything they were it, it was sex drugs rock and roll all the things that you want to talk about and when that's taken away from you and you know you're trying uh but you got caught up in the in, in the system in the hype some people can't deal with it the same way and so i, I again i wish they would have took my call back then because they didn't take my call they stole my song right. i thought i might have been able to help get through it How'd you so you you end up having to take them to court to get paid and all that? Take them to court, man. Yeah, that's that's why I learned the business. Like I know it now, you know, because I had to take it. seventeen years old, eighteen years old. So they just stole your song that you put out, <laughs> that you sold copies, yeah, yeah. and was so like, crazy. "What was your What was your name back then?" It wasn't Kevin Lyle. No, it's Crime Genius. KJ. Right, just took yeah. Crime Genius' huh. song. Yeah. Wow. and just sang it over and just f you. That's you? why you want to protect black art.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you don't nah, want them to nah, get, nah, get
10: you. Um, <laughs> um, now you you know what it, it was. Um, my record was out in Germany, and, you know, I, I toured, and well, I toured with Rob Bass, and... Um, <laughs> Crime Genius. You know, and, so funny. You know, and I was, you know, big and they heard it in the club and the guy just went and remade the song put two people on it and never thought nobody would fight it you know i'm, I'm just a kid from baltimore yeah. you know and really if i didn't have the resources and i didn't have the will you know how many people cheated on and and, and stolen from and they just don't have the means yeah. the, the means or the will or even
13: because that's a fight that's a, a fight money. oh did it oh that, did it oh, all that, that, that
10: cost you to fight that seven seven grand <laughs> no man, they took the song. They 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 don't want to give it back. Seven million dollars. Yeah, that seven was...
0: million dollars. And when how? What did you, you had, had that $7 kind of money back at, then? That age. That you was really was a motor. crime genius.
10: <laughs> the wire. <laughs> 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 you know. You, 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 listen, guys. <laughs> guys here, here's here's what i want to say. Everything everything is for everybody, but more importantly, when you're on the side of right, you have friends, you have family. That's right. Uh, you have mm-hmm. lawyers that they'll settle the case you know and th- all, all those kind of things and i was just in a um i was so uh loved in the city and loved by my family that um we were willing to, to clear my name and 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 get what's rightfully mine that still to this day i'm able to to sit back and collect checks and when i'm not here my kids will be collecting mm-hmm. uh checks from from the record and and that's why i like i, I want to be honest with you it is why i fight for us because i, I never want that to happen and I, I will always protect Black Art. Mm-hmm. And how can people follow you and help you and get more information to, to the cause that you're running? I think it's uh, hashtag protect Black Art. And you can go o- online and change.org and look at the um, a petition. I think we have over 70,000 people mm-hmm. right now. And then, uh, like I said, go out and vote. Uh, make sure your legislators, congressmen, and, and senators know and your governors and hold them accountable. You know, let's, let's hold them accountable for more than just saying, okay, we're doing this for this person, that for this person. We got to hold them accountable to put laws in that help us govern our country and govern even our poor communities uh, in a better way. All right, well Kevin Lyles. That's right. What, what is a Genius? What is it? Crime Genius. Crime genius!
6: <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. We're that, not trying that, to implicate that, him in anything. No,
10: everybody. no, don't that no, I was not a, a crime I was not a crime genius. I was KG and I was in a group called New Marks. <laughs> Girl, you you know?
13: you? <laughs> Kevin Lyles, ladies and gentlemen, the OG,
0: we appreciate you, bro. God bless you guys. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club Good Morning. Bye. Bye. Uh-huh. And you still not here, bro.
1: I told y'all Angelie didn't Angelie tell us much to go to Breakfast Club as we know it is officially <laughs> over. Then they started talking about this new show she got in January, which I'm not even sure is real anymore. It's starting to feel like Tommy and Martin, his job. Bro, it's okay. But she's not here, so maybe this is the day she decided to finally say, <laughs> F it, I'm going to move on with my life. Maybe. Yeah, maybe right.
0: today is the day. All right. Well, let's get to the rumor report. Ah, let's talk takeoff.
3: It's time, time, time. She's spilling
4: the
0: tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, yesterday, of course, uh, Takeoff was killed yesterday as he was uh, at a bo- at a bowling uh, party or pool, pa- a pool not party. Not yesterday, Halloween night. Halloween night, yeah, mm-hmm. Halloween night. So yesterday, the actual police commissioner spoke about it and spoke about gun violence and actually needing help solving this crime.
4: And I'm calling up on everybody, our hip-hop artists in Houston and around the nation. We got to police ourselves. It is so many talented individuals, men and women. In that community, who again I love and I respect, and we all need to stand together and make sure nobody tears down that industry. And I'm calling to start here in Houston, uh, here in possibly as early as next week. I want to meet with some of our artists and see how we can taper things down.
0: Mm. I spoke yesterday, and uh, also yesterday, a witness that was actually there. She spoke about what she's seen and what happened.
3: I wish like I wish that sh- didn't happen. I wish it was it would have been somebody who could have de-escalated the situation. Like I'm not on nobody's side. I'm not blaming nobody. Like that sh- was really an accident, but that's the problem is that it was an accident. People are, are dying over an accident because of an argument. Like I just spoke because I felt like that's what I needed to do, you know what I'm saying? Cuz a lot of people don't know what's going on for real. It wasn't about no dice game like
0: mm, 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 mm. Yeah. I mean, accident is 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 a term I don't think should be used on this in this event, you know? Why not? An accident. So if somebody pulls out a weapon, we don't know what happened. But if a weapon is pulled out, that's no accident. A accident is I have a, a weapon in my, you yeah, know, uh, and I, I shoot think, myself. That's an accident. Yeah. Like if I pull out a weapon, yeah, that weapon can be can be discharged at any time.
1: I, yeah, I think. Uh, you know, I, I, mean? I saw Q C release a statement, and they said it was a stray bullet. I think that might be more accurate than accident. Because to your point, you know, if you're pulling out a gun. You know, you're, you're planning on using it. That that might Correct. not have been your intended target. But, you know, if you know if you let off shots in a room full of people, somebody potentially is going to get hit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, yesterday, QC said, uh, they released a statement, it's with broken hearts and deep sadness that we mourn the loss of our beloved brother. Known to the world as takeoff, senseless violence, and a stray bullet has taken another life from this world, and we are devastated. Please respect his family and friends as we all continue to process this monumental loss. Yesterday, Gilly, Gilly, the kid, he spoke about it and, and spoke about uh, people posting pictures and videos and all that other stuff.
4: Something happened to a rapper or athlete or entertainer or anybody of color. The first thing you need to do is pull your f- phones out and start recording and post mm-hmm. that sh- on the internet, man. You need clowns for that, sh- man. Y'all need clowns for that, sh- man. The last image a month want to mm-hmm. see is they people's laying on the ground bleeding the f- out, man. Be having mamas, kids, grandmamas, uncles, aunties, that's some dumb shit, man. But the first thing y'all need to do is pull your phone out. Ooh, look at such and such. Man, that's cool, man. For real, man. That just lost his life and you trying to get likes. Tell me how that shit...
1: Dropping on the clues lost for Gilly the King. Gilly the King. Gilly is absolutely a- is absolutely correct. And here's the thing, like, I can't even look at those pictures and videos. Okay, mm-hmm. when we was driving in the work. Uh, That morning around five, we started getting the calls, Mm -hmm. you know, people were sending us the pictures, sending us videos. I didn't watch any of them. Delete, delete, delete. I don't I don't want to take any of that trauma in. So what I don't understand is if certain individuals can't even look at the pictures in the videos, how could you all sit there and record them? Like, how could you sit there in a situation like that and not pick up your phone and call 911 or something, but just sit there and record that man taking his last breath? You're not human. Like, you've become part of the algorithm. Y'all have been so desensitized to violence, desensitized to death. Somebody's last breath is just, you know, content for you to post on your Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or whatever.
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, you you think about it. You see something like that happening. And your first response is to record it. Record. Not to see if I can help. Not to let me try to get police. Let me call 911. Let me call an ambulance. Let me call somebody. Let me try to do something. You know what?
1: I saw people um like I I saw people talking about like videos online of like people I guess walking past takeoff when he was on the ground and right. like they were they were posting the videos saying, "Well, how come such and such didn't do something? You're recording." Yeah.
0: You're you're sitting there just recording this person walking by. Why are right. you not doing something? Right. I mean, and, and and the thing is we all don't know. We don't know who if somebody was walking by to get help outside. Have we have no we idea. Don't. We don't know what... what.
1: These internet police are amazing. Like They will look at 10-second videos here, five-second videos here, you know, and and, and pictures and try to piece things together. Now they got these whole conspiracy theories about what happened and why it happened. It's like, come on, man, knock it off, man. We've become so desensitized to just everything. And nobody likes to deal with reality no more. It's it's almost like you can sit around and discuss a conspiracy more than you can the actual Mm -hmm. reality of the situation. And we wonder why we can't never get to the root of any of these issues and actually... Start
0: talking about some solutions. Yeah, you, I mean, you're right. And I just hate to see when, especially when somebody says accident, somebody actually pulled out a gun. That's true. Now, Deion Sanders also spoke about it. Uh, his players is actually in Houston for a game.
4: People that are influential to you are leaving us consistently. That's our rappers. Takeoff was right, murdered in a, in a dice game in Houston where we're going. So that eliminates all y'all leaving that hotel because it ain't happening until I give you further notice. Sooner or later, we gotta start changing our addresses, guys. That's an analogy to saying, I know we this, but we ain't that. We gotta leave that behind that we once did. And that's what you guys are. Now you guys are Jackson State Royalty. You ain't no man. You're not whoever you were a year ago. You're not even who you are gonna be a year from now, which is a blessing. But you can't continuously do the things you've always done and expect to get the results.
1: It's gonna have to be a change. Drop the glue Bounce with Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is a real
0: leader. Yeah, Deion Sanders is a real leader of men, man. Absolutely, and he, he wants to protect his players. But also, what I what I do want to say too is, Houston is a beautiful city. Of course, there's a lot of amazing things, amazing restaurants, amazing lounges, amazing places, amazing stores, amazing uh, minority-owned businesses out there in Houston. Uh, I do my car show out there in Houston. I go to Houston every year for uh, Trader Truth and, and DJ Mr. Rogers, their events to help them with their relief gang stuff. Uh, you know, don't let one incident in a city, you know, make it seem like this the city of Houston is horrible because Houston is a beautiful place with a lot of loving people, and I love Houston. All right. And that is your Rumor report. You did great. Welcome back, Angela. Thank you. You don't talk. You can't. You can't talk yet. You have to clock
1: in. You have to. You warm always up. do that. Warm, you warm always walk in here. and you, Just you sit gotta down. Warm the late. car up. Nope. You got to warm up
7: the <laughs> just car. Just start talking you can't like know. you've been here. You can't
13: just. call. After them fake yo 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 yo
0: yos. You do. You do know it's eight o'clock though, right? It's eight. Like. I was
13: being responsible. Don't it's talk to her six. like you are a parent.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, you do know it's eight o'clock. It's eight o'clock. You do know. You do know
1: that. It's
13: early.
0: Warm the car, B. Let it sit for a while. Go back in the house, get some coffee.
1: Uh, come back in. I had coffee. You, this morning. But you
0: ain't bring us nothing. You ain't bring us. You want coffee? No. You shouldn't you know just offer. You and had you, coffee you one time. And he was
13: in here shaking.
0: You can come in somebody's place late, and you just <laughs> wow. Just now it's just somebody's place. Wow. You like
13: you ain't <laughs> no, been working there for
1: thirteen years. Like you ain't helped build this. Now they it's just you just walk in somebody's place.
13: <laughs> my new time clock.
1: <laughs> oh, your yeah, new time
0: spot?
13: Yeah. So they were like, see what traffic is like. Oh,
0: great. You still look high from last night, too. want I
13: wasn't high. Okay.
0: What was you last night?
13: I went to the Nets game.
0: Oh, how that? How that end?
13: You see where I'm at. <laughs> no, it was good. We lost.
0: What you drink last night? <laughs> we lost.
13: What,
0: what you drink last night?
13: <laughs> um, I had a lot of. We um,
0: mm-hmm. could tell. Yeah. Casamigos. nineteen forty two. And there. then it was mm-hmm. Anthony
13: Ramos's birthday, so we were at the mm-hmm. grill. Oh,
0: so you went out after? Mm-hmm.
13: Yeah, we celebrated. The mm-hmm. game ended
0: like eleven, though. Mm-hmm.
13: No, it ended earlier than that. It's written
1: all over your face. You it can is. see it. Okay, the game it ended at like
13: 10, 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
13: Then I went over there, and right. then I was home by midnight.
0: That's okay. a damn <laughs> lie.
13: I was. But look, all right, I'll tell you later. Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: Charlamagne! <laughs> yes. Who are you with that donkey to? Uh, For after the hour, I need E News social team to
0: come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with them. All right, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
8: I was born a donkey. It's the
1: donkey of the day. <laughs>
0: That's,
3: That's
0: Charlemagne
4: the devil. <laughs> the Breakfast
1: Club. <clears throat> yes, Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, November 2nd, goes to the social team over at e News. Now, if you haven't heard, uh, I don't know how you could have missed it, but one-third of the most influential uh rap group of the last decade, the Migos, uh, takeoff, was fatally shot in Houston on Halloween. Definitely an L for the culture, hip-hop culture, black culture, just the overall culture of humanity because America absolutely has a problem with gun violence and that gun violence (sighs) often leads to these kind of situations. And I don't even have the words for this, you know, takeoff situation because anything I say just sounds like an old script. You heard it all before. It's literally like reporting that Nick Cannon is expecting another child. It's just a cliche headline at this point. Insert... Any rapper's name here, shot and killed at insert age here and keep it moving. That's the routine. It's been the routine for a long time. It's going to probably, sadly, continue to be the routine. Rinse, wash, repeat. Somebody gets killed, folks get online and talk about stopping the violence. Everyone does their videos, their long captions about the person and how we all got to do better. Dig up their old grainy photos with a person to post and act like they were so cool with that individual And they give flowers to the person that they never even thought about giving to the person when they were alive. And then in about a week, folks are on to the next. It's just the world we live in. And I get it. Digital tributes are important. You know, I'm not a big digital tribute person, but the outpouring of love that some individuals receive is very dope to see. But... Most of it is performative. Most of it is people trying to increase their engagement. And if you don't believe that, look no further than E! News. Now, I'm not expecting E! News to be up on culture, but we're not talking about no poot-butt-ass group here. Okay, we're talking about, you know, we're not talking about some underground rap group that folks don't know. We're talking about the Migos. Okay, I told y'all, the most influential rap group of the past decade, they helped to evolve that triplet flow that, you know, 3-6 Mafia Bone Thugs did before them. Their ad-libs. You know, there's a bunch of people out here who sound like the Migos. These guys were on SNL, for God's sake. All right, nominated for Grammys, co headliner with Drake. What I'm basically trying to say is, white people love the Migos too, okay? They were a big deal. So uh, they are a big deal. So E! News, of course, decided to report on Takeoff's death, and they tweeted out yesterday, Migos rapper Takeoff, dead at 28. Police give update on investigation. What y'all needed to update, E! News, was the picture y'all used, because that wasn't Takeoff. The picture they used was Offset. Now, I don't know if outlets do things like this on purpose because they know it, it will increase engagement, You know, please understand, folks, profit off your outrage. But let's just say you are completely culturally clueless. I mean, oblivious to what's going on in hip hop culture. You can't look at everyone else's picture they posted and say, hey, this isn't the same guy. Okay, you know, this is the reason that the stereotype that all black guys look alike to white people will never die. And to be fair, I don't know if the person who posted this tweet was white, but I can taste the unwashed chicken and excitement for Taylor Swift's new album in this tweet. So I'm just going to assume they are. And this is why we use the term culture vultures, because I would rather you not celebrate me at all than celebrate me just because you want to be a part of the algorithm. Just because, you know, uh, someone's death is a trending topic doesn't mean you have to participate, especially if you're just doing it because it's a trending topic. This was clearly a rush job. If it wasn't a rush job, I'm pretty sure you would have gotten the right picture. Okay. message the E-News and anyone who rushes to report on someone's death for their own personal gain. Simple task when you about to post this stuff. Ask yourself, are you doing it because you actually care about this person? Are you doing it because everyone else is doing it? Are you doing it because you are actually impacted by it? Are you doing it just for engagement? Hmm? E-news, you just tweeted that because it's the popular thing. Okay? Because you don't care. And you showed how much you don't care by not even having the right picture of takeoff up. Listen, if you ain't never been culture, don't ever comment on culture. Because you don't understand culture. So stay the F out of the culture, please. And now please let Remi ma give E! social team the biggest hee-haw.
14: Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid mother Are you dumb.
1: And and salute to the legendary Tretch from Naughty by Nature. Had to remix his words just now. Okay. Yeah, drop on the Clues Bonds for Tretch. Shout out to the Tretch. Mm-hmm. If you ain't ever been culture, don't ever comment on culture, because you don't understand culture, so stay the F out of the culture. Please. Mm-hmm.
0: Respectfully. All right. Thank you for that dog here today. Mm-hmm
4: It's always the feeling when
9: you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery. But that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to the Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
14: Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. It's molecular, you know. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: I didn't,
13: that's not my You don't even know how to, turn your, you know how to
1: turn your damn oh, mic on no more.
4: This is goodness. a
13: shame. I was going to say. This is a shame. Just in regards to that donkey of the day, I feel like the Breakfast Club page just recently put out the wrong picture. Well. We
0: did that with Chingy. <laughs> Yeah, it was a, a story about Chingy, and we put uh, Lupe Fiasco. Who did that?
13: Uh,
0: God yeah. to the right of you. No, you're not supposed to do that. You only do that to white people.
1: I told you, I gave you all strict instructions to only do that to white people. <laughs> I know. All right. But I next, wanted
13: to point that out.
1: Ask. Go me. home. You. Go back to where you came from. <laughs>
13: all right. Oh, my gosh. You can't say go back to where you came from.
1: Oh, God.
0: Go home. <laughs> Go home. Canceled. Okay. Go back to Brooklyn. All right. <laughs> Go back to your Go right Popeye back to <laughs> Brooklyn. That's right. 800-585-1051. Uh, <laughs> good luck asking you any questions. So if you need relationship advice, any type of advice, good luck.
13: Okay. Yes, if you need any advice, 800 585 is a number on anything. Okay?
0: Oh, gosh. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
13: Tip advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice.
0: Call up now for Ask Yee. Eat the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Good luck to anybody calling Yee today. She is still a little twisted. What's your name, sir? Hey, my name is Neil. Neil. Good Hi, luck. Neil. Angela Yee is a little twisted, so good luck with this advice this
13: morning.
8: Hey Angela, hey Breakfast Club. I love you guys, listen to you guys every morning. So, Thank I'm super you. excited Sorry. to talk to you guys.
13: Okay, what's your question, Neil? Uh, so, I am, I'm
8: 25 right now, and I am just dating around, like talking to different girls and uh, trying to meet someone. Um, and I talk to different people, and I talk to, uh, and I like go out on dates, and I come off as like very friendly, very genuine, very like authentic, and uh, we'll talk, me and like the other girl, we'll talk for like weeks or months, but then always it ends with, you're a really nice guy, you're really sweet, but I don't see this going anywhere. And it's kind of like, I think I come off as like that nice guy type, and it's almost like that nice guys don't, uh, don't finish, or like, they're too nice, I can't, I can't date a nice guy. So it's like, I don't know how I could change my nice guy personality well, but then you should
13: You should never change yeah. who you are to be in a relationship you just have to find mm-hmm. the right person and do you really want somebody that doesn't want a nice guy? Do you want to not right. be nice? I mean that's, you know what I'm saying? You gotta be who you are Right,
8: a- right. yeah I'm a- like, it's, oh, sorry.
13: No, go ahead. See look you're being too nice right no, now. I, go ahead
8: I, Yeah, no, like I don't know it's, I don't know if it's cause I like just go like too out or like go simping and like just like be like way too much where they're like oh wow like it's overwhelming or like I don't know like
13: like give me an example me. of what you feel like you do that might be overwhelmingly nice.
8: So um, this just happened like a week ago and I don't even know if this is like overwhelmingly nice but like um, I was talking to this girl and um, she was texting me saying like she had a bad sa- this was last Saturday so she texted me saying she had a bad Saturday she was crying she had all this this and um, I wasn't able to respond to her right away. But then um, later that night, uh, I she was asleep. So I sent her like a voice note. And I just like, hey, I'm really sorry you had a long day. And like, I just like was really sweet about it. But then I don't know if that like kind of turned her off. Because after that, she was just like, I, I felt like she got a little distant. then just a couple of days ago, she was like, you're a really sweet guy. But I don't know if this is working out and like, I don't know, like, what happened in between that time, but I don't know if I just came off a little too much, too fast.
13: You know, you should, um, with these women who you're no longer dating, right? Maybe you should mm-hmm. ask them what it is, since right, you're not okay. w- since you're not dating them anymore. Because it's hard for uh-huh. me to assess what the real situation is. I do think that... There's a period of time where we all like the bad guy and we like the challenge. But then there comes a time when you're like, I'm tired of the games and I do want somebody that treats me well and somebody who's really nice. But it has to be somebody who's worthy and deserving of your niceness, too. But I I also will say this. If that's genuinely who you are, I don't want you to not be who you are. Right. You know, so... You don't want to play games. You don't want to act mean. You don't want to do certain things that doesn't represent you. But I do feel Mm -hmm. like in the getting to know you stages, you know, you don't want to do too much too early.
8: Right. Okay. Got you. Yeah. Because for me, um, I'm at this age where it's like when I start talking to someone, I'm like, I'm not like thinking over the top. But it's like, I'm not going to, I'm thinking about like potential. I'm not just like, it's not casual. It's not like we're just gonna i'm just doing this just you're dating really with move.
13: intention
8: exactly exactly okay um, and so and so usually like early on i try to tell that to them and make sure that we're on the same page before moving on
13: well you um, know i i i understand what you're saying but i also feel like before you know if you want to settle down with somebody long term you have to get to know them as a friend and you don't want to put mm-hmm. that pressure on somebody too early let's just even see if we get along before I started thinking about that. You know, and I understand that you are dating with intention and everybody is a potential, this could be a long term situation or a potential wife. But mm-hmm. before you even get to that point, see if you like this person as a human being.
8: Got you. Yeah.
13: All right. Yeah. But I don't think it would be a bad thing for you to just talk to some of the people that y'all have ended it. And just be like, hey, I just, you know, had a, I just wanted to see if like, we could talk. I just wanted to see. I know it's not going anywhere, but I just wanted to just ask you, where do you think I went wrong? Just so I can get some honest opinions and uh, advice.
8: For sure. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, half those people that I don't talk to, like, we're still really good friends on social media and stuff, but it's just, like, no relationship. But, yeah, just um, ask. Yeah, no, I I appreciate that.
13: All right. All right. Well, good luck because let me tell you something. They'll tell you nice guys finish last, but that's not true. There's nothing that when you get to a certain point, you're like, I'm tired of all these games. I'm tired of all these a-holes. I want a nice guy.
8: Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much.
13: You're welcome.
0: Ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm going I'm to keep it real with, you, with you. some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Bam Junior. What's up, bro? What's I'm your question curious. for Yee?
4: I'm trying to figure out, man, how can I go about uh, promoting my single called Hashtag Girls? I mean, get a, a better following and um, we get get more engaged.
13: All right, let's hear you do something live. We want to hear a verse.
4: Uh, it's my hashtag
12: girl?
13: Yeah.
4: Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, it would will go.
13: Come on. Hashtag girl twer-
4: say, hashtag girl king Thursday. Hashtag girl crazy work Fridays. Hashtag girl crazy work Sundays. Hashtag girl bring that ass on my way.
13: Whoop whoop, that's it.
4: Oh no. not then uh, um, the verse would be, dang, I mean, let's do it. People everywhere, like about chilling at the movies. All this rum shaking girl, I'm about to start a movement. Drinks for the strippers, everybody in the club fooling. Man, dang it's, so fragrant is that my girl? Just because I paid for it. I'm in the club having a good old time. Two my paper, dance, giving up my last dime. And what's your what's your Instagram page? It's Junior Junior Visuals. That's J-U-N-E-Y-A J R Visuals.
13: J-U-N-E-Y-A.
4: J R Visuals.
13: All right, you're about to get some engagement right now.
4: <laughs> okay, so uh that's my main thing. I'm trying to like promote that uh I, even though I'm from Detroit, I still have the, uh, the southern blood. From where? Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. My grandma was born in South Mississippi. All so right, was my I'm, dad.
13: right. I'm taking a look at you right now. Let's see. #Hashtag Girl. All right. Uh, you said I wonder if Drake could remix my track. Yeah. And then you want people to tag Drake. Yeah. All right. And then there's a picture of a woman with dollar bills stuck on her. Was it her birthday or something?
4: Oh, uh, that's that's my uh, my fiance.
13: Okay. All right. Oh, look, and you went on the giant slide at Belle Isle. Uh,
4: yeah. So you went on it? Oh, no. I haven't I didn't get on it because it's not like how it was back in the day.
13: Now, that's what you should do. You should have went on that giant slide and then put the song with it.
4: Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I ain't tell I got bad knees already. I don't even have any better. All
13: right. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Junior, Junior Visuals.
4: Yes, ma'am. All
12: got,
13: right. You guys yeah, go yeah, check yeah, him yeah. out. Leave a comment. All right. Thanks a lot. All right.
0: <laughs> All right. All right, ASCII, 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice. Now, we got rumors on the way?
13: Yes, and we'll talk about a former NBA player who got fined for not showering with his team.
0: All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
13: Heard, no e? you, still,
0: you still drunk, You?
7: E? No.
0: The song is called "Drunk and Love Envy." That's just stupid. Yeah, because yeah, If you played
1: play it was Jamie Foxx blaming on the alcohol, that would have made more but, sense. It, what, this like, is a romantic song. You talking about? Did he play this for you? No,
0: because Jay said stumbled up in that
1: house. And then she says And she, then he stumbled up in the house to have sex with his wife. Shut up! You, he was with you need last to think. Just because you see the word "drunk," don't try to make a correlation. No, I
0: heard stumbled up in this house. That's what made you, you, me think you, about you it. You should shut up. No, I don't want to. No, you should make me. Why
1: are you guys
13: arguing over me being drunk?
0: You're right. You're right.
13: <laughs> Touche. makes sense.
0: Touche. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jamal Tinsley.
13: Listen up. It's just the
0: All the gossip. gossip.
4: The rumor report. Gossip. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee.
13: It's the rumor report.
0: The Breakfast
7: Club.
13: All right. Now, according to reports, Jamal Tinsley paid in fines because he didn't want to shower after practices and games. He didn't want to get naked with the rest of his teammates, according to his former teammate, uh, Bruno Sondov, who played for the Indiana Pacers from 2000 until 2002. So they said he was a great and reliable point guard. He showed up every time for the Pacers, but he had a problem with the organization, specifically Reggie Miller, and they noticed that he never took showers with the team. So they actually made a rule that forced them to have to do that. And Yeah, you have to shower with the team after games, after practices, and they decided to penalize him every time he didn't shower. And he did not budge. He would rather shower at home than shower with the team. so So, he got fined $500 for the first fine, and it was doubled every other time that he didn't take a shower. It ended up accumulating to around $250,000. I don't see the
1: problem with him not wanting to shower in front of people. That crazy. He might not want to be naked in front of people, and that's nobody's business why he didn't want to shower with his teammates. I'm sure he had a perfectly good personal reason, and it's none of
0: our business, and he should not have
1: been forced <laughs> to, to shower. take showers with
0: Maybe people. Maybe he just wouldn't want to shower with nobody. Like, yeah, that's what was the problem? Like, was he stink? Like, it doesn't matter. I don't take know. They home. just made
1: it a rule. At the hotel. And we don't know what was going on in that locker room. Somebody might have been flirting with him. You know what I mean? Every time he get naked, they...
13: And sometimes people don't like being naked. That's right. He people. might have a
1: micropenis.
13: <laughs> what? Ooh, don't put that on that yeah. man. <laughs>
0: what? You just out, the just blue
13: out of
0: nowhere. Why would you put
13: Everybody's that on? He might have a micro penis. What? Why would you do that? Now because, that's the story. No,
1: I'm just saying it's really, I'm sure gracious. it's a personal reason,
0: a perfectly good personal reason, and it's none of our business.
1: That's well, all what I'm if it's, saying.
13: It's, well, no, I don't want to say the other way. I don't want to put that on him either.
0: Goodness gracious! You know when I went to when I went to Hampton, we all had we, to shower. I with don't each know. Other? You, you're about you to tell a crazy it. story. I would have to. I you would, loved it. Oh, shut up! I would shower. You and, loved and it. And I would poop like like four in the morning when in the was shower. Well, you know the toilets and the showers connected, so I would poop in the, and take a shower. Yeah, you gotta like make sure. It's so you didn't want to
13: shower with anyone? No,
0: I mean, you had to make sure it's empty before you get in the shower with everybody, right?
13: Now, what was your reason for not wanting to do it? Since we're discussing,
0: I just didn't want to take a shower with anybody else. But like for no reason. It's I, I'm sorry, I just don't wake up, like, hey, let's all take a shower to I don't
13: see the problem yeah, with that. Like, like, I really don't understand Solomon why this isn't like Man, I, I wish I would have <laughs> went to college. No, I
0: don't. Not at all. <laughs> but I didn't, but <laughs> didn't take a shower. It wasn't something I, I thought about or I did as a kid. Like, hey, let's all take showers. So, no, I wouldn't take a
13: shower. Yeah, I, don't, I
1: think that's whack to force somebody to have to shower with people. I don't like that.
13: Yeah, I don't think that you should be penalized. I mean, he still was going home and showering. <laughs> yeah, you
1: yeah, shouldn't be penalized. <laughs> this guy's crazy. You shouldn't be penalized for your penis, uh, like there
13: <laughs> You don't know if that's the. Reason.
1: Just to throw that don't on that man. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to help you, help him out. I'm sure. <laughs> the perf- don't think that helps. You're right. Yeah, I'm just show- the moral of the <laughs> story is hurt, I'm but- sure it's a perfectly good personal reason, and it's none of our business, and he shouldn't have been penalized.
13: <laughs> All right. Um, Now, Brittany Griner's wife, uh, Sherelle Griner, is speaking out, and she's talking about the denied appeal for Brittany Griner. She was on The View, and she said that everything was just disheartening, and she's in complete disbelief.
5: People convicted of murder in Russia who has... A sentence way less than BG and it just makes absolutely no sense to me and so right now there's no other way for me to see it except the fact that this is political I mean BG is an international basketball player you know she's been in Russia for seven eight years of winning championships undefeated seasons she's won Russian MVP I mean she loves playing over there and to see that the totality of the circumstances of who she is as a person was not taken into account when they rendered a decision. We'll I mean, using it. yeah, using it. it makes me feel like this at this point has to be political because it's not her footprint. Of course her is. footprint is amazing for Russia. Yeah. She's paying taxes yeah. there. I mean, right, she's great right. Yeah. She's great for Russia, you know? I wonder
1: how this is going to influence players going to play in Russia because I wouldn't go play. If you're a, a woman's basketball player, Hell no. regardless of how much you might need the money, you wouldn't go play in Russia, would you? No way. No way. Why would I?
13: Mm-hmm. They don't
0: protect us players. I don't think anybody that plays basketball should go play in Russia. I don't think anybody should go perform in Russia. Yeah. Until she's released.
13: All right, and Chadwick Boseman's uh, widow has spoken for the first time about him passing away. She was on Good Morning America with Whippy Goldberg, and here is Simone Edward Boseman uh, speaking about those details.
0: When you decided not to share what was happening... We were scared somebody was gonna dig and find out
14: that he was much iller than people thought? It was COVID
7: when things were really starting to spiral and that meant that everybody was in their house and there was no pressure for anybody to go outside. It seemed like, is this a crazy coincidence? That we get to actually be inside? We get to be here with family, with, you know, Together. together. And everybody in the world is also experiencing this togetherness in the midst of this awful scary unpredictable time yeah. we kept that circle real our circle was basically a dot mm, 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 mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
13: i know you all can't wait for wakanda forever too
1: yeah man sending our healing energy uh for sure i was thinking about Chadwick this week because of, because of wakanda forever
13: mm-hmm. and i know we
1: would have probably saw him in the next week or so because you know he always came to the breakfast club so well, mm-hmm. this full
13: interview is going to air on November 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern. That full interview when 2020 presents Black Panther in search of Wakanda. That's going to air on that date. So you can see Simone's full interview then.
1: Man, rest in peace to my South Carolina brethren, Chadwick Boseman. Dropping the clues, Bonds, for Chadwick Boseman.
13: All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. I was
1: going to go see uh, Wakanda forever. Uh, uh Tuesday, actually. What's today? Wednesday, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Last night. But I was like, nah, man. Because, you know, I already know that that's a movie that's it shows people dealing with grief. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I don't feel like that right now.
0: All right. A couple of right. weeks, I'll be cool. All right. Well, People's Choice mixes up next. Happy birthday to Nelly. Today is Nelly's birthday. Nelly so, Moe. So let's start off with some Nelly. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Uh, you got a positive note, Charlamagne?
1: I do. Uh, I also want to tell folks: make sure that you tune into my late night talk show, Hell of a Week. Uh, we got a new episode for you tomorrow night at eleven thirty on Comedy Central. Uh, we got some great guests that will be joining us uh, tomorrow night. Like who? Um, Tiffany Cross will be on. Donnell Rollins ah, will be Donnell! on. And uh, that that wasn't my decision. And um, joke. Coscarelli from the New York Times will be joining us uh, tomorrow as well. So Tiffany Cross, Donnell Rollins, and Joe Coscarelli from the New York Times, they'll be joining us tomorrow on my late night talk show, Hell of a Week on Comedy Central. So make sure you join us every Thursday night at 1130 right after the Daily Show. Or you can stream it on Paramount Plus right now. All right.
0: Well, leave us a positive
1: note. Positive note is simply this. You are not what has happened to you. Did you hear me? I said you are not what has happened to you. You are what you decide to do next.
4: Breakfast club bitches You y'all finished or y'all done
10: Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode Of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast With artist Chris Brown even working with you from Carrie Hillson, Adonis. Mm-hmm.
3: Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like
10: I said, I was in school.
3: Like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it, this is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre chorus and then a hook. I didn't know
2: none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to RB Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.